Welcome back to another episode of the Almost Black Man Podcast. And today, I just want to talk about accepting people for who they are. Let's talk about it. Accepting people for who they are. So first, I heard this, I think I was on Twitter, and somebody made a tweet saying, of course they were talking about like relationships or being toxic or something, the way that they were using it, their context, but this is where I got the idea from. Somebody made a tweet and was like, when people show you who they are, believe them the first time. And outside of the toxic realm, the toxic content that they were speaking of. Well, not really toxic, but, you know, somebody probably pissed them off and made them want to tweet that. Anyway, I listened to that idea and I was like, hmm, I think I should talk about accepting people for who they are because, one, I think I have a very interesting perspective of it. And two, I've been in some situations where I've questioned if people were accepting me for me or quote unquote not accepting me for me. So I said, you know, let me let me bring it to the listeners. Let's let's talk about it. So when I hear the phrase accept someone for who they are, what that means to me is you kind of observe someone's behavior, their characteristics, their mannerisms, all that good stuff in an entirety and that is that person. The accepting part comes in where you don't try to change that person. You observe it, you see it, you recognize it, you accept it. Now you have the choice to welcome that person into your life, you know, keep that person around, be with them, all that good stuff. Or recognize that that's not the type of person you want to be around, you don't like them, whatever it may be, and continue with your life. But the big idea is You don't try to change people. You just accept them and then you move accordingly. Very straightforward. So I'm like, yeah, let me talk about this um, because I believe this could be applied in several different ways. Of course, I want to talk about your relationships with people because obviously that's what it's talking about. (laughs) But um, and when I say relationships, I'm not speaking of like love or like an actual relationship i'm saying your connection to another person so friendship family relationships business relationships or you know actual love like your partner that type of relationship but relationships in general so i would say when it comes to friends you have to accept your friends for who they are And, okay, I'm trying to think of a specific situation. Actually, perfect perfect example. Me, I consider myself an ambivert, right? An ambivert is a person who is an introvert and an extrovert. They're both. And me personally, I don't control when I'm either one. Some days I wake up and I want to be an extrovert. Some days I wake up. And I don't want to talk to nobody. Don't text me. Don't call me. Like, just give me my space, please. I'm not mad at you. I just want to be alone. And I feel like a lot of people are like that. But just to make this friendship example very simple, 
we're going to use the introvert slash extrovert slash me being an ambivert. So cool. I'm an ambivert. So let's say the weekend is coming up and it's Friday. I'm in a very extrovertive mood. What I would do is I hit up my extrovert friends because I know they're going to get lit this weekend. I know they're going to some club, getting a section, getting bottles, and just being as extrovertive <laughs> as they want to be, right? So cool. Friday, great. Extroverted friends, they plugged in. We all linking up. Great Friday night. Saturday comes, and I'm exhausted socially. I don't want to be an extrovert. I woke up in an introverted mood, slight hangover. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. But sometimes, you know, you can be an introvert, but you still want company. So let's say Saturday night, I'm like, hmm, let me invite some of my introvert friends over. We can all chill, watch a movie, and just, you know, have that smaller, intimate setting where it's just us and we cooling, we vibing, we chilling. And just just stay with the example. It's going to get a little uh, dragged on, but just listen. So for me, the accepting my friends for who they are part comes in is one, I would never try to have like one friend that is an introvert and or extrovert and make them do the other side. (laughs) That was a... uh, Tongue twist. Let me let me make it more simple. I would never try to make my extrovert friend be an introvert, and I would never try to make my introvert friend be an extrovert. Uh, and I feel like this kind of goes with me specifically because I have a lot of friends, and people ask me all the time, like, "Bro, how can you manage to have so many friends and keep them all happy and like keep the good friendship relationship going between you and?" You got all these people from different cultures, different backgrounds. Man, at this point, different languages. It's like, it's ridiculous. There's a lot of friends across a spectrum of doing things. And I think this is why I said I have a special situation because I feel like I like to do a variety of things from super extreme things to super boring things. So I need friends across that entire spectrum. But... Me being me, again, I will never try to force somebody on one end to do the things outside of their character to be on the other end. And I also feel like my friends have to accept me that, okay, just because I'm introverted this day does not mean I'm going to be introverted the next day. It's no, like, possessiveness in the friendship. And I don't know about y'all, but I feel like a lot of friendships these days have these elements of possessiveness where I guess I could use another example let's say we got this introvert friend and she meet this other girl and she like oh yeah we best friends now we can stay in the house and watch movies every single day together and the other friend is like uh I love you friend but I don't want to stay in the house all the time I like to go out sometimes too like that's my thing and then they get into a fight and I know y'all heard of situations like this. Y'all might have even been in some situations like this. Um, it don't necessarily have to be with a friend, like, non-platonic. But just stick with the examples. Yeah, so I feel like lately 
I've been seeing that on like social media because people on Twitter, at least, get really, really weird and possessive about friendships. Like, I want one person that's for me and we do everything together. And I don't know. I feel like maybe because of how I am, that's unrealistic and unreasonable. Like, again, humans are humans. Everybody has different wants and goals and things that makes them happy. You know, you feel me? Very simple to understand. And it's perfect if you find somebody that's a perfect match for you. But that is something that is very unlikely to happen and very difficult to do. So when you make a friend, I feel like, okay, accept them and love them for the things that y'all can do together. And the things that y'all can't, the things that y'all don't necessarily agree on when it comes to spending time or whatever, just based off the examples that I was saying, like, just accept that and let them do their thing when they want to. You do your thing when you want to, but cherish the times that y'all are together. I hope that wasn't too mixed up. That was a lot. I feel like I just rambled. But when it comes to friendships, that's just how I, I look at it. Overall, don't try to change your friends to be more like you in those type of ways. I'm not talking about in like positive ways. If your friend lazy, yeah, you should try to help them to not be lazy. But that's a whole different conversation. Um, and I'm going to get to that later. So cool. Friends, don't try to change them to be somebody that they're not. Don't try to force your introvert friends to be extroverts. Don't try to force your extrovert friends to be introverts. That's as simple as I can make it. Um, what else? Your family. So I feel like when it comes to accepting your family for who they are, it could be difficult because, one, you know your family. You're always supposed to love your family no matter what. And I am a true believer in unconditional love. No matter what somebody does or how they act, I feel like you can love them but also uphold boundaries and create lines of respect, you know. Just because I love you don't mean I'm going to let you talk to me any type of way or do anything to me. And just because you are acting crazy and I cut you off doesn't mean I don't love you no more. just mean I ain't no bench. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so when it comes to family and accepting them for who they are, I feel like, yeah, you just have to love them unconditionally. And... I feel like even in my family now, like, and I ain't, I ain't throwing nobody under the bus, but I got to give examples. There are certain family members of mine that I would say I don't necessarily agree with all the time. And, you know, they might not do the best, uh, <laughs> the best things, but that was very vague on purpose. But at the end of the day, I love them because they are them. And that's it. We family. I, I support you through whatever. Always want the best for you. You need my help. I'm there. Now, again, I'm and I'm making this statement very clear. And this is not an episode about uh, toxic relationships in your family or nothing. But I'm saying loving somebody unconditionally does not mean allowing them to disrespect you, abuse you, talk to you any type of way, do anything to you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. You have different types of family members. You might got an aunt that's a, a a junkie. You might got an uncle that's an alcoholic. You can love them 
for who they are, the type of person that they are, and not support their bad habits or allow them to, you know, do bad stuff to you. I'm just saying, that's your aunt, that's your uncle. Just love them. You feel me? If y'all don't get that, I don't know. I can't make that more simple than what it was. Uh, When it comes to relationships, and this is probably going to be what I talk about the most because I've been through some stuff, right? So I always ask myself or I would tell people to ask and to differentiate how do you know when somebody loves you for you or they just love you for like what you bring to the table. And I even talked about this in my first season. I remember somebody asked a question like that. And I think it falls under the accepting someone for who they are topic because I've been in relationships or situationships where the woman that I was talking to they claim that they like love me or whatever. And I'm I'm not gonna uh get into details again for personal reasons, right? Keep everybody um business to themselves, whatever. But this person would would claim and say like that they love me, but I always felt like they was trying to change me. And that's what really put into my head like, do you love me? Because it seems like everything that's making me me you're against and you don't want it. And it made me question like, okay, why do you want me if the basic general things that I guess you would say you like about me, you can get from somebody else. You can find somebody with all of the personal traits that you like and can still give you the life or whatever that I can provide for you. So like, why are you with me? And that's when I think I thought the most like, how do you know when somebody likes you or loves you for who you are, for your personality. And yeah, I think that's a big discussion that everyone, including myself, needs to have with themselves. And then once they find a partner, whatever, you need to really sit down and think, do I like this person for who they are and the characteristics that they have as a human being? And that doesn't mean, you know, take anybody's BS, uh, or their negative traits necessarily. Again, if you have a boyfriend and a girlfriend and that person is lazy, try to motivate them, try to inspire them because I don't feel like laziness or other bad characteristics are necessarily personal to a person. Those are just bad habits. Everybody has bad habits and bad habits can be fixed. But I'm talking about actual personality traits and ways of thinking and like the way that the person is you know is this person an honest person does this person care about that community like stuff like that is more specific to somebody's character and their personality but because the person don't know how to cook <laughs> that ain't a reason to like you know not try to change that's something you could teach somebody that's not a part of their uh, personality but yeah i feel like when it comes to partners you really have to accept somebody for who they are uh their mannerisms the way they think the way they think about life religion um maybe politics like things that literally describe that person and makes them unique and different from every other person on earth 
just because the person make a hundred thousand dollars a year, don't <laughs> that shouldn't be the reason you date somebody. Because there's plenty of people that do that. There's plenty of check boxes that millions of people across the world also check. So think of why this person is the one that you like. Uh, I'll also say when it comes to relationships, I've learned a very, very valuable lesson when it comes to accepting people for who they are. And this kind of goes back to why I originally wanted to do this episode with that tweet of believe people when they show you who they are the first time. I learned to not date based on potential. Don't do it. It is not worth it. And it's funny because I used to be on the other side, like, you know, one day I'm going to be this and this. So, like, you should date me because, yeah, I'm smart now. I'm struggling now, but I will be rich later and strong and blah, 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 blah. But as a growing young man who's been through some shit, I mean, excuse my language, um, when you're dating somebody and you're banking on them becoming this best version of themselves, it's unfair to you. And you shouldn't let somebody guilt trip you into dating them because of what they will be. Because there's no guarantee that they're going to become that person. And the current version of you needs to be satisfied as well. You need to be selfish in a way. like, And I'm, I'm going to give a great example. This might be a little messed up. But this example helps me explain to men why it's not wrong for a woman to not date them because of their current circumstances. So a lot of men, a lot of young men complain that women don't want to date them because they're not rich, because they're not handsome, because they still live with their mother and all this other stuff. And it's like this idea that a woman should hold you down until you up on your feet. And again, I used to believe this. Like I was a very well supporter of the date me at my lowest and you'll deserve me at my highest. If you don't want me at my no haircut, bad hairline, you don't deserve me at my fresh cut waves. You feel <laughs> you feel me? So a lot of men think like this, like especially young men, because, you know, we're not into our lives yet. We're not into our careers. We're not really getting money like that. Very rarely are young men established in their lives. So, you know, this is the trial and error period. It's hard to date. It's hard to date as a young man, especially when you're competing with men a little bit older than you and they got the money, they got the cars, they got the jobs, you know, their house nice, they got nice furniture, stuff like that, you know. And it's a competition for the woman in our age group because, you know, when a man looks at a woman, we're not looking at stuff like that. We don't really care about how much money you make and what car you got and stuff like that. So young woman not really looking at us. We still want them, but they looking at older men. Cool. The comparison, which will help young men understand this, and again, this is a messed up comparison, but it's the only way that you can show young men not why dating potential is bad. So y'all heard my whole spiel about young men being mad. Ask a young man, will he date a very obese, overweight girl just because she promises that one day she's going to start working out and she's going to get that dream body and then she's going to become a quote-unquote bad chick. Like Y'all know what I'm saying, a 10, 
or whatever. Now, me, I'm not fat phobic. I'm not fat shaming, nothing like that. I'm just saying that's an example to show men. And what you'll find out is usually a light bulb will turn on in their head like, oh, okay, it makes sense. Because for some reason, you know, a lot of men want that same treatment to be dated based off of their potential. But if the reverse, you know, was in play, they wouldn't date a woman who was basically a bum or for the example that I used, overweight with the promise that they would get better. And it's factual. That it is it is what it is. Like so don't pay don't date people based off their potential. I learned that I'm an optimist, so it's hard. I see the good in everybody and I believe that everybody has this character of strength and determination and oh in the future you're gonna be so great. No. I don't I don't think like that anymore. Honestly, I feel like people can't even change themselves unless it's necessary. And matter of fact, I'm not even going to say that. I feel like people can't change. People cannot just willingly change themselves, including myself. I feel like only God could change people in dire circumstances, which is, y'all know, like if somebody is treating you wrong in a relationship, they don't want to change until you about to leave them. And then if you accept them back, for a little while, you know, they might be good. But as soon as they kind of get comfortable, things go back to how they were. And, yeah, y'all y'all know firsthand. People don't change. Unless they abs- unless you seriously about to leave them, they're not going to change. And I'm sorry I'm going on about relationships. It wasn't supposed to go there. Maybe my uh, toxic uh, <laughs> memories started to come out a little bit. But, no, nah, I feel like people don't change. That's one thing I learned about accepting people for who they are in relationships is don't date on potential when people show you who they are believe it like the tweet said the first time accept it you don't have to fight them you don't have to be mad at them just respect them say hey i noticed this and it's just not for me so i wish you the best in life and then you move on you've accepted who they are cool just not for you who that was a lot uh, yeah, that's, that was really it. I don't know. Hopefully this episode made sense. I just feel like it's several ways that people kind of overlook accepting people. And again, I said through friendships, through your family, through your partner, like y'all just got to get the idea that everybody is not going to be for you. And that is okay. Just accept that. Accept those who are for you. Love them. And when they are for you in certain situations, when y'all want to do stuff together, whatever, love people for what they do have and what they do bring. And the people who can't bring, just dip, just leave, just keep it pushing. No disrespect. Let them find their people. You find your people and y'all keep it pushing. But that's all I got for y'all. Hopefully this wasn't too crazy of an episode. I love y'all. Thanks for listening as always. Peace.